Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of 2020 for the Games Are Fun podcast. My name is Luke Armstrong and I am your host. Joining me is Adam Beagle. Adam, how's it going? It's going really good. It feels like it's been forever since we did a show. So it has, yeah, it's <laughs> been a couple of weeks. Did you have a good Christmas, good New Year's and everything like that? I did. It was it was really busy, but it was good. Yeah, yeah. No, same here. It was lots of running around. Not too much video game playing, but uh, it was nice to just kind of have a break from from everything. So I'm especially excited for this episode because we have a big announcement to make right at the top of the show here. So joining the show as a regular co-host is Garrett Neely. So most of you will probably remember Garrett from the past couple episodes where he's been on as a guest. But going forward, Garrett's actually going to be joining Adam and myself every week to record Games Are Fun. Uh, Garrett has plenty of knowledge in the video game industry. He has lots of thoughts on games and you know he's up to date on the the current events in the industry so um we wanted to have another voice on the show so garrett with that being said welcome to the team well thank you very much guys i'm really happy to join the team and uh hope i can contribute to the discussion and, and keep this podcast rolling along yeah i think it's going to be awesome uh, you've been great on the last couple episodes that you've been a guest on, and it's just great to have one other voice on the show, you know, new perspectives. Um, we all kind of play the same kinds of games and stuff, but, you know, this also kind of makes things easier in the sense that, you know, now we have three of us. So I guess it's, well, first, let, let me say there's going to be a bit of, you know, hurdles that we might have to go through now that we have three of us on the show so because there's three of us we're actually in three different time zones uh all three of us so finding time to record the podcast might sometimes be difficult just based on availability we all have different schedules and stuff like that so we might actually have to change how this podcast releases every week so normally it releases every tuesday but maybe we have to change that to a different day. Uh, we're still going to try to hold that Tuesday schedule for the time being. But if we find that it's getting too difficult, you know, we might need to, you may, we, we may just have to upload, you know, on a Wednesday or a Thursday or something like that. Um, we might not even be able to guarantee it's going to come out on every, you know, every Thursday or something like that. We may have to just each week find a different date uh it's not ideal but i mean that's just kind of what we have to do uh but regardless you will get content every week going forward we're going to make sure we put an effort into doing that and that's where i think this could kind of be a good thing is because you know before when i did this by myself it was like if i was busy there just was no podcast right now you know we've had even adam hosting with his brother there for one of the episodes um now we have garrett so if you know, Adam can't make a show. I still have someone that I can talk to. You know, if I can't make a show, Adam and Garrett can maybe run the show. And so, yeah, it's just kind of, it, it has its pros and cons, I guess. But above above all else, I'm just happy to have another person on the show to, you know, bring a new perspective. I think it's going to be a lot of fun going forward. So, so in today's show, we're going to be going over what all of us have played over the holiday break. We took a couple weeks off. And I'm sure all three of us have played some games. I didn't play as much as I wanted to, but 
I, I still have a couple games that I'm going to talk about. So we're going to go over that. And then we're also going to take a look at the announced games for 2020. We're going to look at some of those bigger titles and just kind of share our opinions on them, uh, list our most anticipated games for this year and that kind of stuff. So that's what today's show is going to look like. But before we get to all that, just a reminder that the podcast airs every Tuesday. Each week, Adam Garrett and I discuss the biggest topics in the video game industry and share opinions on new game releases. So if you like video games, you've come to the right place. The show is available on all major podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Just search for Games Are Fun on whatever podcast service you use and we should pop up there. If you want to help support this podcast, uh, you can... Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you use. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving the show a review. Those reviews on Apple Podcasts actually really help get the show noticed uh, and help you know it, it pop up for new listeners. And it can just really help us build the audience. So all those little things that you guys do, like subscribing or sharing the show, really help grow the show and help us find new listeners. So to, to all of you who already do that, thank you very much. Uh, big shout out to last episode which was the end of 2019 there that actually was our best episode of the year in terms of plays so I think that had a lot to do with it you know there was four of us on there and we had a lot to talk about there's a lot of content there um and we also shared it but it was it was great to have you know extra listeners in for that that episode that means a lot so if you're you're returning back for the first episode of 2020 welcome and hopefully you can stick around uh, and continue listening to the show all right, so a couple housekeeping points before we get into our discussions. Um, so this is the, I guess, the second first, like, okay, so I started the podcast in May of 2018. So in January of 2019, I kind of set some goals for myself with the show of how I wanted to make the show bigger and better and just improve from where it was the year before. And so I kind of want to take a quick second to talk about a couple things on you know how where we're looking to in the in the future of and how we're going to try to make the show bigger and better this year. So obviously the biggest thing is bringing Garrett on is, you know, just another way that we want to help build more content for you guys is having another voice on the show. Um, but we also have a lot of other ideas that we're still trying to figure out and put in place. So some of these ideas that we have aren't final. Take this with a grain of salt. Maybe next week we've all forgot about them and have moved on. <laughs> but, you know, things like we've, we've come up with the idea of maybe doing things like uh, a live recording of episodes, maybe once a month or something like that. Uh, having I, I streamed on Twitch a little bit when I started the podcast and I was doing things like you know, community let's plays where I would pick a game each month. And then on a specific date that month, I would live stream on Twitch and whoever was interested in playing that multiplayer game or whatever could jump in and we could all stream together. Uh, we did that a couple different games um, when I first started the podcast, but the podcast was so small that it was only just some of my close friends coming in to join that. So we might do things more of, of that line. Um, I mentioned it last year at the end of the year that um, working on a website, that's still a kind of a work in progress. It's just trying to find the time to get that up and running. But I want to get a website so we kind of have a hub for you guys to go to and know everything that's going on. So if you're not using Twitter or you don't use Facebook very often, you want to keep up to date on what's going with the show, you can just go over to our website whenever and then you'll have like a schedule of what's going on. Um, 
Last year, we did a Death Stranding review special where Adam and I did an episode all about reviewing Death Stranding, and it was really fun and really successful. And so I want to do that this year um, with big games. So, you know, Final Fantasy VII, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, The Last of Us Part II, those big AAA releases that are coming, you know, each month, we might do a game-specific review cast and... um, just give you guys more content in that sense. So those are all little things that you can kind of expect us to kind of start putting in place over the next couple months here. Uh, Again, don't have anything major to announce quite yet, but um, yeah, the, the whole year, one of the things last year that I wanted to do was I wanted to get more people on the show because it was just me. And I did that. I had lots of guests last year. And not only that, I brought Adam on and Adam's been a great co-host. Um, so we're, I'm just trying to continue building the show and make it bigger and better for you guys. So thank you so much to all you guys who continue to support the show because it makes it that much easier to keep doing it each week. So one other note, we want to uh, do again, more interaction with our listeners and stuff like that and so we're going to be doing a couple giveaways in the next couple months i have some codes for some games and i i want to kind of make you guys work for it a little bit so we might have some sort of listener incentive where um if you guys can bring in new people to the podcast some, some something like along those lines of if we can up our listens uh we're going to do more giveaways and stuff like that so I'm unprepared. It's been so busy the last couple of weeks that I wanted to try and get something like that ready for this first episode, but I need to a little bit more time to work on how we can come up with something like that. But nonetheless, we're going to have more chances for you guys to win games. Um, And so that's really fun and something to look forward as well. So that's all I got on housekeeping. So let's go into talking about what we played over the break. So, uh, did you guys, what'd you guys play? Did you guys get up to any video game playing or were you all just busy doing family things? Uh, so I uh, mostly was spending a lot of time with family over the break, but I did get a little bit of gaming in. Um, you know, as I mentioned last episode, I beat like four games in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. so I, did, I actually needed a little break, but yeah. um, I That's picked fair. up uh, Borderlands, the game of the year edition that they just okay. re-released this past year yeah. and put a little time into that because I'm interested in Borderlands 3, but I haven't really played too much of the other ones. So I uh, decided I'd, I'd put a little time into that and I enjoyed what I've played so far. The The art looks a lot better than I remember it looking on the 360, yeah. that's for sure. Um, uh, besides that, um, I got a new 4K TV, so um, nice. I... I put uh, Forza Horizon 4 was the first thing that I turned on. Of course, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And man, absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was is. like, it I so remember, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember um, when the original Xbox came out, I saw this ad for, I think it was Project Gotham Racing. Um, and I was like convinced it was like a commercial for a, like a racing league or a, a I don't know, a car commercial or something. And, you know, obviously since then I've realized like, wow, that was really dumb of me to think that that was actually real. But now we're like almost at the point where you can blink and just be like, well, that that's real. Um, And especially seeing it in 4K for the first time was was really cool. Um, Other than that, uh, cleaned up a few achievements on Jedi Fallen Order. Um, We we were talking about it the other day and uh, Adam mentioned that the 
finding all the uh like completing all the map uh mm. requirements is insane and yeah i'm, I'm saving that for last because <laughs> there's like little nooks and crannies yeah. that for some reason yeah. count towards your completion and there's like nothing mm-hmm. there so yeah i don't know um and then i actually today tried minecraft for the first time with my son uh, he's about to be four years old, um, and we basically just did a lot, a lot of walking around trying yeah. to get him used to moving with two sticks. Um, it was a little tough for him, but uh, that was pretty fun for us to just sit down and mess around with for a few hours. So, Was it, was it uh, your first time playing Minecraft as well? So I've played it like a little bit oh, okay. on the mobile version, um, oh, okay. but... I was mainly, if I'm being honest, doing that to get some easy achievements because uh, <laughs> you could actually get them through the mobile version. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the first, this is the first time I've sat down and like really tried to figure out the game. So, mm-hmm. um, it was interesting. It's, um, I still don't really know like what I'm supposed to be doing, but I think that's the point is you kind of just make your own fun and that's mm-hmm. kind of what we were doing. Um, we got attacked by some creepers at one point and he was like, get them dad, get them. They're going to get us. And so, uh, that was really fun. Um, yeah. but yeah, other than that, I just kind of spent time with family over the holidays and, uh, just took a break and getting my mind ready for all the big games coming up this year. Yeah. There, there's a lot of them for sure. That's awesome. How about you, Adam? Uh, so I've played a, a couple games. Uh, so uh, the the last episode we did the game of the year Stephen mm-hmm. kind of mentioned we were playing some uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance so oh, yeah I, I played some of that and uh, that was pretty fun it um, uh, I enjoy it and there's a ton of characters to choose from um, most of them feel pretty different but still kind of the same <laughs> yeah I'm not sure how to explain it but yeah um it, it's it's fun enough but yeah I, I know steven mentioned it before there's i don't think there's going to be a ton of replay value on it yeah um i haven't gotten around to any of the dlc stuff yet i haven't i haven't beaten the main story on it but um it's it's fun it's definitely one of those games like i'll probably just wait till steven's around to, to play it again right um it, just for that co-op thing it's definitely more fun with with another person or at least one more person so yeah um so I was playing some of that. I also played some uh, my friend my friend Pedro. Nice. Uh, since it came to Game Pass, yep. so I gave that a download, gave it a try. Um, now that's that's a pretty interesting game. Um, I do like the game. It is it very much kind of in the vein of like a Katana Zero or um, you can tell like it's a, a Devol- Devolver game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, it's it's a hundred percent Devolver published. Um, <laughs> It definitely a game that they would put out there. So mm-hmm. it, it's fun. It's uh, I, I know I complain to you guys that it does grade you at the end of each stage, which I'm not a big fan of because apparently I'm not good at the game, even though sometimes I'll get through, <laughs> I'll get through a level and I'm like, dang, that was pretty good. And then it gives me a crappy grade. I'm like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I could have done that a ton better, but yeah. I mean, apparently I could have. Um, meanwhile, there's been other times where I feel like I'm going through and playing like complete shit and then I get it like a B and I'm like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so uh, it's a fun game though. It, it does kind of lose the novelty Mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Um, it, it, yeah, it, so it didn't seem, it wasn't really something that kept me engaged enough to want to beat it. Uh, I'm not sure how long it is. I mean, I put a little bit of time into it. I made it into only like the second world. I don't know how many worlds there are, but mm-hmm. got part way through that. And it's kind of like, all right, like this is fun. I, I had fun with it. I don't need to really play anymore, I guess. Right. Yeah. 
Um, and then finally, I played the tourist. Um, oh, I forget what it was. I saw the one from like the indie it's, direct, right? Yeah, it's yeah. an indie game, like voxel style. Yeah. Um, you know, like a guy on an island doing stuff. Um, I forget who it was. I saw someone on Twitter. Someone made a tweet about it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> so so I downloaded it and um I I played it and I was actually uh I was I was sick that day and I was just lying in bed and I had my Switch. It's like, okay, what can I play on here? And then I saw that tweet. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. Give it a shot. And uh it's fun. It, it it's neat. It's it's a little different than what I thought it was going to be. Um it is mostly just it, like a puzzle game. Oh, okay. And you kind of bounce from island to island, and each island has kind of like its own little theme to it, and it has like a a temple that you you have to get access to, uh, like you complete a puzzle to get access to it, and then inside, um, you do some more puzzles, and then you get like a core from it that kind of you supposed to collect all these cores, and then you know whatever happens, you know it's kind kind of the story progression thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I haven't beaten it yet, so I'm not sure what the uh, the main point of collecting these cores is, but each island has its own set of like it's it's very puzzle based. Like everything is just little tiny puzzles that you do, which is really fun, and I like the way they did it. Uh, I was kind of hoping that it was going to be a little bit more like slice of life type game, like mm-hmm. a Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah. Or, it kind of looked like it was um, going to be. It, it like did, that. yeah. And it just seems like there's little activities that you can like scuba diving and and stuff like that, and like there's like a little party island that you can go to and you can kind of dance around and stuff but um there's really not like it's really not anything else other than just completing the puzzle that goes along with that activity and then you're kind of done with it yeah so that was kind of a little bit of of a bummer i was kind of hoping there'd be something to make me want to go back to that whether it's uh you know interactions with other npcs um you know relationship friendship building things of that nature but it it does seem specifically designed to just complete a puzzle so that you can, you know, progress through and do whatever mm-hmm. the next thing is. And it's fun, but it's just not as deep as I thought it was going to be. Um, but it's cool. It, it's I mean, it, I, I enjoyed it. Um, what I played, I need to get back to it some more. But sure, um, yeah. yeah, I took a little bit of time because that was like right after that is is when the holidays kicked in. And then it was just I yeah. didn't really have time <laughs> to play much after that. Yeah, so. no, that's fair. Awesome. Well, for myself, I the first thing is I upgraded my Xbox, which some of you might have seen on my Twitter. I had enough. I just could not stand my Xbox anymore. It wasn't broken per se, but it was having a real hard time. When I turned it on, it would like take a long time to just load up. Um, the the operating system like the dashboard and everything was very it, i think that was probably my biggest complaint of because once i got into a game generally it was fine but what the issue was is like if i'd hit the home button there'd be like a leg of like two three seconds after i press the button that like it slowly brings up the dashboard or whatever and it just got to the point where like i was telling adam and, and garrett off air that i I finally seen the Microsoft store on the Xbox for the first time in months because I would like slide over to the store and not known no tile or anything would even load the pictures or the text and stuff. So I, it was getting to the point where it was 
unbearable um, to say the least. And it's the, the nail in the coffin was when I, so after we recorded our, you know, last episode, I wanted to finish up Outer Worlds and um, cause I had just beat, you know, Star Wars and everything like that. I wanted to get back on it and tried to play it and it just constantly would load the game and then just fruit my xbox would just freeze and i'd have to hard reset it to to get it to start i tried reinstalling the game doing so many different things and it just wouldn't work so i'm like i need i need to upgrade i consider just getting an s because i'm like i don't want to dish out a whole bunch of money i just want to get something that can you know play play the games with my game pass subscription and also go back and play any old games or any backlog games that uh, i want to get get back to and then I saw that uh, EB Games kind of had a sale on their X. And so between some Christmas money from my family and uh, gift card, I was able to go and get a really good deal on Xbox One X. So I got an Xbox One X. i super pumped about it. Um, if I'm being honest, like the games look better than my PS4 Pro. And I don't know if that, te- like technically they run better i don't know which one they say xbox one x is i think more powerful than the ps4 pro but mm-hmm. yes yeah that's that's what my understanding has always been but um it uh it does look exceptional i, I boot the outer worlds uh was the first game i booted up in 4k and it's uh it, it's not a game that's going out there to look super pretty but oh my gosh just even booting it up it was like the game looked different from my launch Xbox. Like the the sky, I could actually see detail um, and everything like that. Um, there, that level of jank that I had with my launch on that game, it just it disappeared uh, completely. So that was really great. Um, and that's besides a little bit of Forza and a couple other things. Like that's really all I've been able to play. Uh, besides my next game that I got a chance to play, and that is Control. I picked up Control when I picked up my Xbox One X because it was on sale. And it's an interesting game. I can't say I loved it, if I'm being completely honest. It is... So for those of you who don't know, just a quick quick thing on it. Control is made by Remedy Games, who made you know the Max Payne game back in the day. They made Alan Wake... They made Quantum Break um, more recently. I think that was their last game. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they came up with Control last year. And it actually it got IGN's Game of the Year. It was, As you guys know, it was nominated for a lot of awards last year. So going into it, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be really good. All I knew that was that you kind of work as like this director of the Federal Bureau of Control that deals with like paranormal supernatural activity um and that kind of stuff and i went into it and the gameplay is really really solid really fun um you you get some abilities like some supernatural abilities that you use to to fight these enemies off with and they're so fun to play around with like the telekinesis and the levitation and stuff like that they're all really fun really fluid um and i love loved the combat and it had a great time what i didn't really care for in the game was the story it was a little convoluted a little i think trying too hard to be that really weird 
you know, sci-fi, um, kind of like just, just trying to be too weird to the point where I'm, you're kind of losing some stuff with me. Um, they were, the story, it was kind of all over the place. It go, there's sequences that you don't know are, if they're flashbacks, are they, you know, are, is that what your main character's like seen in her head? Um, is this like some crazy illusion that you're experiencing because, you know, you are dealing with supernatural paranormal type things. So you don't know, and it's kind of hard. They don't make it super clear. And I don't know if that was the intention, but it just, because those things weren't clear, I started really tuning out on a lot of the cutscenes and just not really caring about them. And then I just got myself really lost and yeah. So long story short, uh, I didn't really care for it overall. Like I wouldn't even put it in my top five by any means. Like it, it was fun and it's a really solid game, but it just did not speak to me. And it's weird because that's definitely a genre, you know, you guys know, hearing me talk on the shows, like I love weird games or games that are different from the norm. Uh, but this one just for whatever reason, just didn't click with me. So there, there's speculation. That's super su- surprising. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, just with yeah. all the accolades, like you said, everything that it got and, um, you know, it seemed like just from, you know, the, the little bits of video and stuff that I caught, you know, during those discussions and everything, mm-hmm. like it seemed like a pretty, pretty good looking solid game. And uh, yeah, so really surprised to, to hear that. But I mean, it's, it is nice to hear that kind of, uh, you know, contrary opinion mm-hmm. to, um, you know, like the, the from the overall masses. Cause right. Everyone's yeah. Like, so, yeah, it's, it's good to hear that and kind of kind of compare mm-hmm. um other opinions and reviews and yeah stuff. for sure yeah i think you've helped me temper my expectations a little bit because yes, i do want to play yes, it at some 100%, point yeah <laughs> yeah and i was really 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 hyped to play it and now i'm st- i still want to play it but I, i'm like okay this might not be the end all be all for me but we'll see i'm excited to give it a right. shot eventually like if it's a game pass or playstation plus game or something like it games with oh, gold it'd be a steal one of those for and, sure yeah 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 I wouldn't say it's like for me, if I spent full price on like if it wasn't for sale, I'd kind of be a little like, oh, dang, that sucks. Like, um, but for the price I pay, like I paid, I think it was like 40 bucks roughly or something like that when it was on sale for like half price. And so for that, I, I would say for sure, um, if you, the gameplay seems interesting, but if it's on game pass or something where you're essentially getting it for free, then definitely play it because it, it's a, it's a game that you're gonna want to experience for yourself um in terms of like i said the the combat and actual mechanics of it all is quite fun so but yeah a little yeah. disappointed <laughs> um other than that oh i i rebooted the witcher 3 a couple nights ago because i had that bug like everyone else did of i watched mm-hmm. the witcher and Every episode, I was just like, man, this show is getting better and better. I really like it. And I probably, I played, I want to say like 75% of Witcher 3 and like a good chunk of side quests got the main quest line down to like probably 70, yeah, 75% complete and um, just fell off of it like we all do and never came back to it and it got further and further away. So I'm like, man, I just got to restart. Cause I don't remember anything probably. So booted that up the other day and it has the performance 
slash like quality mode where you can choose the you know graphics that 4k but 30 frames per second or you can pick that 60 frames per second and man just bumping it up to that it's like a whole different game like especially when you get into the combat it's so fluid and smooth um yeah really really digging the x for for those capabilities of a boosting frame rate that's something that um i didn't really ever think was that big of a deal but now being able to see it happen it's like wow it does make a difference when you're playing a video game so yeah i guess i should mention i i uh purchased mm-hmm. the witcher 3 also oh, okay. i haven't had a chance to play it yet uh, i know it was on it's on game pass but i don't know when i'm going to get to it and mm-hmm. i'm i'm sure by the time i get you know halfway through it they're gonna pull it and so i just was like you know what it's on sale for the holiday sale i think it was 15 bucks for the complete edition so i was like that's more than worth it so yeah i picked it up and hopefully in the next week or two i'll be able to get get started on it but i'm excited i've i've never played it i started reading the books recently because i've got a friend that's read all of them and right swears they're they're the best thing so i'm I'm working my way through those and then i'm going to get on the show and and play some of the game as well so yeah i'm excited yeah it's uh it's it's really fun i love the world it's one of those games that you can play and you you got your quest set your waypoint and you just like go off the trail and you know come across different things that you're like what's over here what's over there so uh i love open world games that can create a world where you're interested in going and exploring it. So Mm -hmm. did you, you, I can't remember. Did you say you played Witcher three, Adam? I did. I played for a little bit. Um, I was super turned off by Gwent. I didn't like (laughs) that at all. Um, the world was kind of too big for me. Like, yeah, I, I, cause you're in kind of like that first area and that's big on its own. There's tons to do. And then you, you get outside bigger. of that and there's this whole <laughs> other world and it's like, and it's just way too big. And I, I'm, I just got way in over at my head. Like it was kind of like that, um, you know, like that crippling, like indecision of what to do. Like you get when you're looking through like a Netflix library. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's exactly how, how it hit me when it opened up like that. It's like, I just don't even know where to start. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Um, I, I ended up doing a little bit. I ended up going on a side quest where I was hunting werewolves and stuff. Yeah. Or maybe that was a main quest. I can't remember. Um, so I did go through that. But, yeah, it just... I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of the combat either, though. Mm. Um, I am, I guess, in, in that camp of those that don't care for the combat. So it didn't really... It didn't do a whole lot to reel me in. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I'm enjoying the show, I haven't finished it yet. Um I'm like three episodes in and I really like it and it is making me want to go back a little bit, but I just, when I remember all the things that I didn't like, I'm just not sure that sure, it's yeah. going to pull me back. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally fair. It's definitely like my older sister is obsessed with the Witcher. She played like the previous games as well. I think she has like something crazy, like 250, 300 plus hours logged into Witcher three wow. and, um, really likes it. I'm like, "Whoa, I I don't I could definitely never do that. I don't think I like it that much." It's a really cool fun fantasy game, but yeah, I don't think it's necessarily I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, it won game of the year, so I guess like it has a pretty big following. And what's crazy is how that show, you know, was in the news just recently on how the concurrent players on Steam were bigger than when it launched on Steam. Uh, it's insane. Like a week or two ago or something like that. So mm-hmm. that's that's pretty exceptional that and, and it, honestly just like replaying it 
it gets me more excited for cyberpunk because it's like mm. man this developer knows how to make big games that are full of details and stuff and i'm just so excited to see that level of detail well probably even more so because it cyberpunk sounds bigger than witcher but you know applying that to a different genre um and different perspective i guess because it will be playing in first person and stuff so uh yeah i'm i'm excited i'm excited to to do it and i uh i when i started the witcher series i to be honest i was like uh it's it's okay like henry cavill i wasn't sure about that casting but after watching all eight like we hit a point me and meg when we were watching it where it was like okay next one next one and just got back into that binge (laughs) which we haven't really had a show to do that with for a while so yeah it's uh any of you guys listening have not watched the witcher yet give it a shot it is i wouldn't say it's the easiest show to start watching um give it a couple episodes because you are like game of thrones or any other kind of fantasy type shows you're you're joining the story as it's our lots of stuff have already happened and and so if you're confused on who's this who's that what does that mean just let it it, it explain itself um so yeah yeah and to add to that like uh kelly and i we sat down to watch it and while i knew from the beginning i was gonna watch it the whole way through regardless yeah. um i think after the end of the first episode she's like yeah it, it's okay right but she was okay watching more and then we ended up watching uh, the next two episodes right after that. And I think she, she got, she's hooked now. Yeah. Like she's, she's into it. So that's awesome. Yeah. That, that first episode. And I have heard that, that opinion before mm-hmm. that the first episode can be well, a little tough to, to yeah. get through. But once you get beyond that, like it, it's, uh, you know, more engaging or, or more likable. And, you know, I kind of, kind of agree with that too. Like wow, I, I thought the first episode was perfectly fine. Um, I could see why people would people think find that. that. Yeah, no, for sure. Alrighty then. Uh, any other games you guys want to mention before we move on to the? Or are you guys good? No, that was it for me. I'm good. All right, cool. All right, let's talk about this year then. Twenty uh, twenty is a giant. Actually, before that, I saw something that I uh, that is not really newsworthy in any way. But right before we got on, uh, Sony's CES twenty twenty briefing uh, brought a little bit of PlayStation Five news. So. This is what they revealed. Uh, Sony's Jim Ryan revealed the PlayStation 5 logo. And anyone who knows what the PlayStation 4 logo and the PlayStation 3 logo looks like can just pretty much visualize what the PlayStation 5 (laughs) logo looks like. It says PS5. And then they also talked about uh, that it's coming in holiday 2020. And... It's going to have hardware features such as 3D audio sound, haptics slash adaptive triggers, ultra high speed solid state drive, hardware based ray tracing and ultra high definition Blu-ray. So literally everything that was all known before everything that we knew before. So it was like, <laughs> okay, great. Like it was, that's it. Like that's all they brought up and that they were going to be talking about it later this year. Um, wow. Meanwhile, and- Xbox actually had the hardware there. <laughs> Showed a picture of it. People could see what the box yeah. looked like. They could see the ports on it. Like, yeah. Wow. So Look at that. Very Go interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know why they chose. Because, like, yeah, they're going to talk about more, you know, game lineup um, and some other features and obviously give the reveal of what it looks like at a later date. But, I mean, 
I don't know. I guess just because Sony was at CES 2020 and they wanted to... I don't know. I really don't know why they would do it. It's really weird. But anyway, I guess it's a little bit of a different crowd at CES than yeah. in a typical gaming event. So maybe there's people that, that hadn't heard those details, sure. more, more tech Could side be. people. But yeah, that seems pretty <laughs> weird to me too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not really... Like, I mean, if they had changed the PlayStation logo altogether and were like, here's the PS5 logo, and it mm-hmm. was like something really weird and really different, it's like, then we can maybe, so it's a tease to kind of get us excited. It's like, whoa, Sony is really changing up this PlayStation look because they've right. changed a logo that they've used since the first one or something. But nope, <laughs> you just uh, swap the five, the four out with a number five, and that's basically <laughs> it. So. Um, so yeah, 2020, lots of games coming out this year, big year for games. We got, I would say like, it was so funny because last year people were talking about how it was a weaker year for games. And I didn't think like there were some really solid games last year, but yeah, when you look at like 2017, you look at 2018 and then you look at this year, like this year, especially is just stacked when it comes to AAA releases. Um, and not to mention that at the end of this year, we're going to be in the next generation of consoles, which is really, really exciting. So really excited for this upcoming year. So we thought it'd be interesting to just kind of go over some of the the big, the big releases of 2020 and, you know, just give our opinions on them. Take, take a couple beats to talk about some of these releases and, uh, yeah, the the crazier thing, like I said, we have that next gen that's coming, and we have a couple next gen titles confirmed, but we don't know um, the the fall twenty twenty. Like there's there's lots of games that we don't even know about. So what we're we're just gonna go over is the bigger ones um, that have release dates or have been announced for twenty twenty. So the first game uh, coming out in just a week or so is Dragon Ball Z. Kakarot, is that how you pronounce that? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. and that's coming out January seventeenth. Um, do you guys is, does this game do anything for you? Yeah, I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to pick it up immediately, but right. within a couple weeks of it coming out, I'm definitely gonna give it a shot. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, this is uh, an RPG, which is something they haven't really done since the Game Boy Advance, I don't think, with the, the Dragon Ball IP. Um, actually, I, I take that back. I think there was one on the DS as well, but nothing of this scale, nothing. Um, it looks to be somewhat open world, um, and you're kind of going through the story of Dragon Ball uh, and Dragon Ball Z, obviously. And um, from what I've looked at, it looks like that you're actually going to have interaction with some characters that are a little more uh, minor in the in the actual series. Um, for example, I know that um, one of one of the things I saw was the uh, there's a guy that Goku fights as a kid in the very first tournament in the series, and you don't really hear much from him uh, for the rest of the show. Uh, but there, you'll actually be able to encounter him and kind of see what's happened with his his story and his life since since the events of the that tournament. Um, so it seems like it's gonna be a pretty cool game for fans of the series and if if um you're not a fan i think it's going to do a really good job of of kind of showing why people love this series um so I'm, i've got high hopes for that one uh, i think adam you mentioned that you were a little bit interested in that one as well right yeah and i'm actually i'm, 
I'm a little torn on it, to be honest, because I've been wanting a Dragon Ball RPG for a really long time because it seems all they want to make with, out of these games is fighting games, which, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, based on what the show is, it lends <laughs> sure. itself well to fighting <laughs> games. But uh, I always thought an RPG would be a great addition to it because it does. It seems like something that could very well lend itself to RPG elements since it, it revolves around these characters increasing their power levels, um, leveling up into different incarnations and and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. it seemed like it would make a good RPG too. Um, the thing that's kind of got me a little bit down on it is I was listening to an episode of Giant Bombcast and they just did, I, I don't think they had a good word to say about their demo that they played. Wow. Um, I What was it? it? Maybe E3 or PAX or something like that. Now, granted, these guys are pretty hard to please. They, uh, they tend to shit on a lot of things <laughs> that I've actually liked. So, mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, it's kind of one of those take it with a grain of salt sort of, um, you know, opinions that they had. And obviously they weren't playing the full full version of the game. So I'm sure there's more to, to go explore. But um, they really didn't paint it in a good light. They made it actually sound quite boring. Mm. Um, and again, this is just from from the, the section of the game that they did play. But um, I am still so I, I'm it, it's kind of one of those things that it, it's tempered my expectations a little bit. So I still want it. Um, it, it's coming out at a good time that, you know, I, I'll have plenty of time to play it if I do get it. Um, but I'm just, I'm not hundred percent sure if I'm going to get it right off the bat. It might be one of those that I actually take a look at reviews for, um, mm-hmm. to decide if I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. I'm in the same boat cause the Dragon Ball series has been pretty notoriously hit or miss. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I think I'm in the same boat. I'm going to wait and kind of see what the, what the general opinion is and, uh, it'd be really nice if they actually did put out a demo for it. Cause that's, uh, I mean, I guess you, you kind of could shoot yourself in the foot with that if it turns out to not right. be very good. But, um, I think that's one that might lend itself to a demo, but we'll see, I guess. Also coming on January 17th is Tokyo Mirage sessions. Uh, that's that fire emblem game that was on the Wii U. Um, and it was announced to be ported over onto the switch uh, a game I'm actually kind of interested in. Um, I think Adam and I talked about this show when it was announced to c- come over to the Switch. We talked a little bit about it. Um, and from what I've seen of that game, it looks like something that, I don't know, there's that mixture of Fire Emblem with like Persona kind of. And I it has, it has me interested. Um, don't know if I'll ever, if I'll pick it up for a while but i i did want to give that one a shout out too yeah that one too is is one of those things like i like persona i like fire emblem i i never got it on wii u which is funny because Mm -hmm. there were like 14 games for the wii u (laughs) and um it seemed like something that should have totally been up my alley but somehow i just totally slept on that game and um it seems like it should be interesting but now it's it's kind of one of those things like okay it's it's technically an old game it's just kind of a port now like um and, and some of the complaints i've heard is that it's just a little too anime mm, yeah um so i mean if you're if you're super <laughs> into anime i mean i guess that's a good thing but i mean I, i'm down for some anime um <laughs> and even stuff like you know xenoblade chronicles like that was pretty anime um 
but yeah, some some of the things I've heard is like this is like super like big time. Anime, okay. So. Well, good to know. As somebody <laughs> who isn't like super crazy about anime, maybe I I'll give that one a little bit more. But it look, but. I, but it does have a very impressive size cult following to yeah. it. So I don't know. It's cool because it's like it's not like the other you know fire. Not that I have no interest in the other style of Fire Emblem games, but it's just um. Yeah, it just has a uniqueness to it that has caught my eye. So, uh, all right. Uh, moving on to February big releases. A couple things I wanted to shout out. So we got Ori and the Will of the Wisps, um, February 11th. Wanted to give that one a special shout out because it's a you know Xbox Game Studios, Xbox you know PC I guess exclusive, um, which we don't really see very often. So. I, everyone has talked about, um, you know, Ori and the Blind Forest being such a great game and how there's, it seems to be a lot of hype for this one. Never played the the first one. I actually downloaded it because it's on Game Pass and I think I'm going to give it a shot so that I can check this one out when, you know, when it drops on February 11th. So yeah, I'm in the same boat. I haven't played it either. I've only mm-hmm. heard good things, yeah. but uh, I might do the same thing. I might give that a shot before the, uh, before the new one comes out. Special yeah, shout. I've done the, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I've I've played through maybe like the a, a third of the game mm. and and I liked it and then I, I forget what happens. I got I pulled away by something else, I sure. guess. And I never finished the game and that was on PC and I did re download it on, on Xbox just recently. Mm-hmm. In fact I think that was one that I've played since the last time that we talked, but okay. not for very long. Yeah. Um I, I made it only, you know, I'm maybe 20 minutes in. Um, but knowing that this new one is coming out, that's kind of what prompted me to do it is like, you know, the new one looks pretty good. So yeah. Yeah, I exactly. do want to try and get through that first one ahead of time. I want to give a special shout out to Yakuza 5. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's coming out on February 11th. I Yakuza 5 has released already for the PS3, but it's being remastered for the PS4. Really exciting because after this, you anyone who owns a PS4 could play all mainline Yakuza games, which is super exciting. Um, as somebody who jumped into Yakuza 0 and then Kiwami and Kiwami 2, I was like, man, the Yakuza games are awesome. And it's cool seeing that a game that, kind of had a lukewarm reception in the west when they launched on you know ps2 ps3 um they've you know stopped they stopped releasing they there's a ton of yakuza games that are only available in japan mm-hmm. um but they did they decided to you know remaster them and release them on the ps4 in the west as well as japan and They've definitely had a resurgence. Um, I think that's why we got that game Judgment last year, which was kind of a spinoff in the Yakuza series. You know, Yakuza 7's on the way with a new protagonist. And um, I have the special edition pre-ordered. I pre-ordered it like a while back and it comes with Yakuza 3, 4, and 5. So I'll have all the Yakuza games. So I'm just, I just wanted to nice. let you guys all know that a Yakuza fan is excited for more Yakuza. <laughs> well, that's that's good to hear because I've actually always been super interested in that series. Yeah. And I'm holding out for it to come to Game Pass because they announced that at XO19. Yes. Mm-hmm. First three yeah. are coming to Game Pass, so I'm 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 waiting for that. I'm I'm super excited to finally give yeah. it a shot. That's a that was such a huge deal. Um, because they, I mean, they're not 
developed by Sony, but they're mm-hmm. they're a Sega game, but they were exclusive exclusive to the PlayStation console forever. Mm-hmm. Like even the first one that launched on PlayStation Two, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, like you guys, when that comes on Game Pass, I will I will talk about it uh, every episode if I have to to make sure you guys <laughs> check out the game. It's weird. It's not for everybody, but I guarantee if you like any kind of RPG. Um, you'll like this game. Uh, Darksiders Genesis is another game that I'm kind of interested in. That's coming February 14th. It's kind of like a dungeon crawler, more like Diablo style game, um, but set in the Darksiders universe. Came to Stadia already, but uh, now it's going to be available on all the other platforms. Dreams has left its preview program and it's going to actually get its full release on February 14th, which is really exciting. Uh, It's cool because I'm sure since it's been in preview, uh, a ton of people have been able to come up with some really cool games. So I'm going to be picking it up just uh, for the sake of probably not to create games, but maybe to jump in there and, you know, try see see what you can find. Because what I've seen on the internet of games people have come up with is pretty impressive. So uh, I definitely have my eye on that game. Did you guys see the Breakfast in Dreams picture? Uh, no, I don't think I, I don't did. I think so. So somebody modeled like a full uh, traditional English breakfast in Dreams, and it is like photorealistic. Oh, I mean, wow. if, you, if you didn't <laughs> oh, know wow. that it was created in a game, you would you would just think you were looking at a looking photo. At it. It's it's wow. pretty crazy. That so yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up right off the bat. I'm kind of hoping that there's some sort of like limited trial or something so I can kind of get in and see what it's all sure, about. Yeah. Um, but um, it, it definitely seems interesting for sure. I'm sure at some point they're going to have like a, f- even like what Xbox does of, well, I think, I don't know if I'm sure, I think that's actually a developer thing, not like, but when they do like uh free play days over a weekend or something mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, Friday to Monday, you can play this game for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it would be smart for them to do that. Cause then you go in there, you can check out all these games and then be like, you know what? I'm going to buy this game because look at how many, how much content is here. I think that would probably benefit them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So I just put up that picture. That looks really good. Right. That's, yeah, I gotta pull it up. Crazy. Pretty crazy. Breakfast. What was it? Breakfast. Breakfast in dreams. I, just, I think it was posted on Reddit. Yeah, I think I even might have just typed in dreams breakfast. Yeah, I, that's incredible. I gotta see. Yeah, that's one of those on. games I, I'm I'm interested in. Not because I want to like make or create anything, but I just want to play all the things that other people have created, like um, all the stuff that you hear about in from like the beta thing that that people were playing all Mm -hmm. the different like little games people made in fact like there was like a mario recreation in there and stuff like i just kind of wanted just to play what people are making yeah yeah didn't somebody remake pt they did yes yeah see i never Uh got to play pt so i mean that might be my only way to to experience (laughs) it (laughs) yeah i I just pulled the picture too that is something that you guys should go google for yourself because it is insane like it's photorealistic like it just looks like a picture that's legit an English breakfast. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to this. What do we got? Iron Man VR is a, a pretty big game for, for VR. If you have VR, that's coming February 28th. And then I'm sure Adam is beyond excited for this one. Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> is coming March 3rd. You know what I found out? 
Hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm actually kind of bummed out. I wish that this game was coming out like three days later because I realized that March 3rd is a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was all ready to have like a four-day weekend plan to play this game, you know, with it going across the weekend. Yeah. And now it's not doing that. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do for like time <laughs> off in this game because I don't want to like, I don't want to take the whole week off for it, but I want to take more than just like the day. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know if I just get it and then just like still take the long weekends. Yeah. Um, but, but then I, you know, then I kind of have to wait a couple of days to really get into it or, you know, do I, t- uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like <laughs> yeah, it really put me one. in a weird situation, that, <laughs> but I am, I am ridiculously excited for this game. Yeah. So as someone who's never played the original, oh, I've, okay, I've, I'm lying. I've played like the first hour of the original, but I've never made it further than that. I'm really wanting to get my hands on this supposed demo that's coming out because I, yeah. I want to see if this is something I'm going to pick up day one or if I'm going to wait on wait it. But, it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of getting the hype building a little bit, so we'll see how it, how it turns out for me come March. I just remember like last year at E3, so many people were walking away after seeing the gameplay uh, and and everything um, and seeing it was like their game of the show. Like that's how, how powerful it was. And even people who were like, I'm not really like a Final Fantasy fan or I never really cared for seven or had like the nostalgia for it or whatever. And uh, even I like was blown away. It has me excited. Cause like, like I'm in the same boat as you Garrett. I've never played the original I, I contemplated like you guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a Nintendo kid. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I contemplated, you know, playing, well, especially when it was ported over onto switch, like just mm-hmm. giving that a shot. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, well, do I want to play this? Even though it's probably good. It's like, well, why don't I just wait for the new thing? But then it also kind of sucks. Cause it's like, I would love to be able to like, see how much work they've done in remaking the game, you know, like playing the mm-hmm. original and seeing, you know, things new, completely new things. Um, you know, how like the combat system and stuff like that, but even just comparing, you know, how things look and, and, uh, certain cutscenes and how those play out, like would be really neat to have that knowledge going into it. But I, I just don't see me having the time to be able to play that before now in March 3rd. So, Altogether, March is a crazy month because uh, I'm like just going to read all of March. Uh, we have Neo 2 on March 13th, um, Animal Crossing New Horizons March 20. That's going to be a day one purchase for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same here. I think it. I'm also going to be able to get Megan into it because she's always been kind of like, well, I don't really get the whole like, you know, humanoid like animals, you know what I mean? But I'm mm-hmm. like, no, trust me, like if you love Stardew, like you will like... <laughs> I will uh, never talk to you again if you pick up <laughs> Animal Crossing. I'm so sad that this game got pushed out of 2019 and then yeah. 2020, um, mm. just because of all the other games right, that are coming yeah. out. I mean, it's 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 a day one buy for me, like no question. But I'm just thinking, like, how much more time I could have had to play right. if it did come out. Yeah, if you had like the holidays to kind of play it or something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially too because. Um, you know, it's it's all based on like real time. So yeah. like <laughs> when Christmas comes around, like there's cool. yeah, like there's in game like festivals and mm-hmm. things like that. So um winter, you know, is a really good, really cool time to to play it and 
So now we'll be getting it. It'll be spring, and you have to um, wait. So we'll be starting spring. Yeah. Yeah. Doom sixty four on March twentieth for like I think all the other consoles is obviously available right now for the Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> um, Doom <laughs> Doom Eternal on March twenty with I'm actually like I don't again Doom was one of those games that I never bought um day one but it was like one of those things like i'm buying it day one and then i just never did because of whatever reason never got around to it and then eventually got it on sale for like really cheap which is kind of like i was glad i waited because i i got it for a good price but like is if you like first person shooters and have not played doom 2016 like it's like an exceptional shooter like uh it's it's just a blast like you get an adrenaline rush just playing the game um at least that's what my experience was i just booted it up and it was like holy shit this kicks ass like this game is awesome it's brutally like violent and uh but it's just like bullets are flying everywhere there's demons coming from you know all around you so i'm i was i was bummed that this got delayed because again it would have been great to play this over the break but at the same time it was supposed to come out in like a week or two after you know, Death Stranding a week after Jedi Fallen Order. So I don't even think I would have probably picked it up until like Boxing Day or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm I'm excited for it. I, I'm trying to see if I get like, it's going to be hard, right? Like Final Fantasy VII, Animal Crossing are for sure games are going to buy mm-hmm. right away. Does that give me enough for mm-hmm. Doom Eternal? You know, it's hard, but... <laughs> Bleeding Edge is coming March 24th, which is a game from Ninja Theory, and it's kind of like an online multiplayer arena game, I would say, uh, more focused on melee combat from the looks of it. Um, I think that's, yeah, it, no, I don't think, I know, because I've already pre-installed like it, but it's going to be a Game Pass game, right, because mm-hmm. it's uh, Xbox Game Studios, so that's great. Persona 5 Royal, March 31st, and then Half-Life Alex is supposed to come out in March at some point, which is crazy. It's like two two months away. Let's they they probably should get that release date out. Okay, moving on to April. Oh man, I just keep looking at this list, guys. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy coming. shit. Like I can't handle <laughs> how many awesome games are coming. But April, yeah. we now have Resident Evil 3 remake. Um April 3rd. And again, like, that's got to be a game that I get day one because I loved, like, I bought Resident Evil 2 Remake day one. I just, it was well worth it. I enjoyed playing it day one and being part of the conversation. Um, And it's crazy that we're already getting uh, the third one. So April 16th is Cyberpunk 2077. Again, another big game that I'm sure all of us are, are. Are we all on board for that one? Yes, yeah, so I, you know, I, it's always looked really cool to me, mm-hmm. um, but I actually hadn't really dug into it too much, and actually hadn't even seen any gameplay until today. Okay, um, and I'm I'm in. This yeah. is going to be my game of the year. I can already tell you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I watched like the there was like a 20 minute gameplay video. I don't remember what from, but um, just showing kind of the different ways that you can go about a mission. You know, hacking and stealth, or just running and and gun people down and. Um, just the whole, I guess, cyberpunk aesthetic is something that's always been really mm-hmm. appealing to me. So I'm in, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, and like you were saying earlier, um, you know, with the Witcher, um, I think they're going to do 
the uh, the theme justice here, and and sci-fi is definitely higher on my list than fantasy. So yeah. I think this is probably going to be a, a killer hit for me. Yeah, I'm super stoked for this game. Um, even just when was it a couple two years ago when they showed it at E3 and it was just like it was just a trailer, like mm-hmm. no gameplay or anything. Mm-hmm. And even that had me had me just absolutely hyped. Like I just I wanted that game set. Like I love that trailer. I still yeah. I still think about going back and watching it because I just I like I liked everything that they did in that trailer. I liked the music. I liked the the look of things. I, I it just looked like a world that I need to get into. Mm-hmm. And then I saw also finally when they showed that behind doors uh, gameplay. Yeah, that hour long gameplay or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, this is. I need this. Yeah. <laughs> so this yes. was like uh, our our last show when you're like pick one game that you're looking forward to, <laughs> and I'm like, man, if I could punch you through this. <laughs> Yeah, um, because oh my gosh, yes, Cyberpunk is—it's one of those things where, like, as much as I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy VII, I, I, I generally know, I, or at least I think I know what I'm getting with that game, right. and I know I'm gonna love it. But then, Cyberpunk just seems like it's gonna be this new, fresh, exciting thing that I just—I can't wait to be a part of, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm so looking forward to it. It's so crazy that, like, yeah, in a couple months we're finally gonna be able to play it, and like. I remember that first teaser that was at like E3 2013 yeah, or when I was looking like for videos today, it, I watched that one yeah. um, again and it said six years ago on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I was so like, holy crap. Sounds about that right. Long? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, crazy. It's, it's like I thought waiting for Death Stranding took a while, but it's been a long <laughs> time for, for these mm-hmm. these you know, CD project red fans. Um, and I guess cyberpunk fans, cause this is an established, uh, IP, but, um, an original like story and game from my understanding. Um, right. Based on a tabletop game. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, CD project red doing like what they know and that's taking something that's been established and just like immersing the player into that world and making you feel like you're like, in a breathing living world which is really cool super excited i like if you go back in the games are fun podcast archive i i don't know what episode it was but i kid you not once they released that first gameplay chunk um that was shown behind doors i i did an analysis of it where i talked about it for a whole episode i don't recommend going and listening to it because it probably was trash and me just rambling about something that you can go watch your, yourself but like that's how excited i was it was just like i want to talk about like everything that's going on and it was it's it's crazy it's definitely going to be a game that uh we do a specific you know episode for uh a review and everything and then we're probably going to be talking about it for weeks after that as well so yeah, I'm going to go watch that uh, that hour-long gameplay chunk yeah. this week at some point because I don't know how I missed that that came out. But, uh, yeah, that's on my to-do list. Yeah, highly recommend giving it a watch. Uh, and it'll mm-hmm. just get you way more excited um, yeah. for, when it, for April. <laughs> yeah, because the one I watched was pretty highly edited. I think it was further along in the game, and they wanted to kind of keep right. spoilers out. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think this one's a little more um, just straight, straight gameplay. So I'm excited. Yeah. We got Trials of Mana on April 24th, and then Minecraft Dungeons, which is April to be announced. Um, kind of a 
a Minecraft dungeon crawler, um, which looks really cool, actually, to be honest. Like, when I saw the trailer for that at uh, whatever that was, I think, it, I guess it was last year's E3, I was like, I kind of dig, dig this. Like, it looks really cool, and it's going to be a Game Pass game. So, again, it's just like, great, I have Game Pass. I can download it. I can play it if I don't like it. I move on with my day. If I like it, I just got a, a really big steal. So, moving on to May uh we got marvel's avengers which is may 15th um how do you guys feel about marvel's avengers are you excited are you a little skeptical like because i know that there's been you know like people have had you know a bit of issues with different things uh ranging everywhere from like some of the gameplay that people talked about that they got to experience at e3 and then uh you know how the characters look like how where, where are your guys's hype levels on this game i'm i'm not too hyped to be honest <laughs> um when it comes to to um like superhero video games i'm not sure anybody's going to be able to top spider-man uh, and so mm. um I'm, I'm ready to be proven wrong but what i've seen so far doesn't have me too interested but okay. uh, maybe one that i that i pick up later on especially since the month before and Mm-hmm. Uh, is going to be so uh, the two months before are going to be so filled with yeah, good, good I games. I don't know that I'm going to be ready to to pick up something new by then. I'm excited for it. I I like the look of it when I when they actually showed like that kind of lengthy gameplay trailer on on the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, I was more like I was I was kind of impressed by that. Like it ended up being it looked better than I expected it to. Um, especially after we had like just that short kind of introduction trailer for it. I was kind of like, yeah, on that, but uh, the gameplay for it actually looked pretty good. But I tell you what, like any other year, like this game coming out, I would have been so stoked for it. But I mean, next to all these other games coming out in these first couple months, like it just, you know, when you put it next to those, it just doesn't seem as exciting. And, uh, it's going to get eaten alive by all these other games. <laughs> yeah, which is, is so crazy to think when you think of how powerful, like, anything Marvel, let alone the name Avengers, you know, like, how, how much weight that name holds. But when you go into this this year of video games, like you said, it's just, like, it's not the, the, the biggest, you know, heavy hitter of the year. It, there's a couple other up there that I think more people are, are excited for. I, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I, I doubt I will buy it day one just because of all the other games that came before it that I'll, you know, my bank account will still be recovering and I'll still be probably, uh, have quite a few of those in my backlog that need to be completed before I buy any more games. But I, yeah, I'm glad that it, we, it is seeing the light of day and coming out. Um, I just, I agree. I wish it came out at a different, different time that wasn't so busy i think this might be a candidate to get uh delayed by a couple months to be honest yeah it's yeah it's highly possible it's it's definitely a possibility hard to say um it's even tougher now that uh well i guess tougher in the sense of after post-launch sales but um Mm -hmm. last of us part two is coming may 29th again that was supposed to come out in february um, mm-hmm. I think like the last week of February and then something like that. Yeah. Cause it was yeah. within like a week of final fantasy seven. Yeah, right. And, uh, we talked about on the show that it got bumped, uh, to me, which 
I think is better. I will definitely be able to pick that up at the end of the month. Um, and then it's, yeah, it's not in the way of anything else. I mean, I'm probably not even going to be close to, well, who, who knows? I'm going to try to put more effort into getting cyberpunk complete. I might even take some time off work cause it's just going to be a big game to, to handle, but I'm glad that they pushed it later on for, I, I think they purposely did that too for, for those reasons. Mm-hmm. And so a couple games for quarter one, uh, that don't have a release. Actually, there's not really anything in there that, uh, yeah, it's kind of looking down through and, and wow, it's, I don't see it listed here. I mean, the next kind of big thing after all that is going to be ghost of Tsushima in the summer. Right. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. And then, of course, then later on in the year, we know Halo Infinite is coming. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Godfall then. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is definitely a game that I'm excited for after seeing that a game trailer uh, at Sony's... Or no. It was at the Game Awards. Sorry. They showed it mm-hmm. at State of Play, the teaser, and then they right. showed the game, yep. more gameplay and stuff. That... That game, that trailer, that look at it actually got me really pumped for that game. So, I got to give a shout out to Streets of Rage Four, which is coming out sometime in Q two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was mm. like my one of my favorite games as a kid was Streets of Rage Two. I had it on the Genesis and just hours and hours and hours and hours in that game. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing how they how they bring that one forward. And and I mean the last one that they made was on uh, on Genesis Streets right. of Rage Three. Yeah. So long time. Uh, it's been a long time, <laughs> and I've been waiting. So yeah. If they can nail the music, that'll be good enough for me. <laughs> and then a little bit of indie game hype is uh, Sports Story in Q2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about that one, not last episode, I think the second last the episode. before, yeah. yeah the indie, yeah. indie game. Um, indie World. Indie World, yeah. Uh, what else? There's I, actually Dying Light 2. I played the first Dying Light game and really, really liked it, actually. Um, me too. So this game actually has me excited from the reveal. I'm a little like, I, I don't know how I feel about the, I kind of like the fact that it kind of has some choice based mechanics to it where you can make decisions in the game that will completely alter your, you know, the story and the plot. See, That's the thing. I don't really care about it. Like it, yeah. the, the first game, it was like, Hey, just, you know, enjoy the free running thing. Yeah. You know, the, the gameplay was King on that. And now, they want to try and make a big story based right, game. Yeah. And I just, uh, it's kind of deviating maybe too much from what made the first one so much fun. I think so too. Like that, that's what I was, that's the point I was going to make is that I think they're like trying to do too much when it's like literally just give us the same kind of thing, you know, uh, change add some stuff because you can't just release the exact right. same product, but like give, give us something new that's a little more innovative than the first title. And I honestly think it, because like that game, every, all my friends that played it, even my like non hardcore gamer friends uh, ended up picking it up and they had a blast with it of just like going around and doing the, the literally just having a fun doing the parkour stuff of it, of like running up buildings and being like seeing a spot on the map and be like, I'm going to get over there. And then like going through different zombies and, and getting your way up there is, is fun in itself. I spent hours just like traversing the map and stuff. So 
Um, yeah, the fact that they're adding a lot of stuff actually is on the same boat kind of puts me off a little bit, but I don't know. They, they announced that game a couple years ago now. Like it's been a little bit, I think. And it wasn't at the last E3. I think it was the E3 before that. I want to say, um, on Xbox's stage, they announced, yeah, it had to have been. Cause I remember that was the E3 where they were showing off like devil may cry five and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, Hopefully they can figure it out and get that game out. Uh, quarter three, um, Death Stranding's come to PC for you PC nerds. And <laughs> what else? Axiom Verge Axiom 2. Axiom Verge 2, yeah. Uh, I never finished the first one, but I, I'm, I'm down to, to play this. Play it, one for yeah, sure. yeah. Um, and then quarter four is like a... Well, I guess the only big one there is, uh, sorry, Halo Infinite, um, which is going to be a launch game with the X, you presume, mm-hmm. as long as everything goes according to plan. And then no official window. Um, feel free, guys, to shout anything out here. There, There's this game right off the bat called 12 Minutes that was showed. I don't know. Again, I watched too many of these freaking press conferences and shows to remember <laughs> where they were shown but this is a, a cool game that it's kind of like from a top-down perspective of this like apartment building room and there's i don't i think it like i don't really know on completely what the mechanic is but it's like a 12 minute window and um different things happen it's kind of like a game that uh, you can play the same thing over with different outcomes and do different things that you know, trigger different things within the game um, that you can kind of just keep going over and over and play again. So cool indie game that I wanted to bring some attention to. Um, I got to go back to Halo Infinite real quick. Sure, go for it. That's uh, definitely one of my most uh, anticipated games coming up this year. Uh, I haven't really shared it with you guys too much, but I'm a pretty big Halo fan. Um, I used to be super, super into it, like read all the books, uh, comics and everything. In fact, I actually created like this super detailed timeline. Like if you want to like read and play and watch everything in perfect order. Oh, really? Um, and it's a, uh, it's on a Google doc. It's on the Halo subreddit on their like sidebar and everything. Um, I don't get around to wow. updating it too often anymore, but uh, you know, with kids and all that, but um yeah I'm, I'm super excited for halo infinite i'm i'm hoping that we finally get the story and the multiplayer all in one package like we've been missing yeah uh for a while because i mean halo 5's multiplayer was awesome the story was pretty weak and i felt the opposite about halo 4 um so it's it's been a while and i'm, I'm ready for halo to to return to prominence so I'm, i really have my my hopes up and mm-hmm. I, I hope i don't get crushed but we'll see I think the the pressure is definitely on them because I don't think the Halo franchise can afford. Not that Halo Five wasn't successful, but like you said, you know the the campaign. A lot of people took issue with it, and it, yeah, it didn't. I it Halo's kind of lost that magic that I think it once had, and I really mm-hmm. do think that with the hype of a new console release and, um, you know, the next generation of gaming and it, um having been such a long gap from halo five, they, they have a good shot at bringing in, you know, those diehard fans and giving them what they deserve. And then also being able to bring people into halo for the first time and have a really awesome, uh, experience with it. I, I, I too am really excited. 
I, I am trying not to, again, I'm, I think I'm skeptical just because Halo 5 wasn't what, it didn't uh, blow me away as much as I expected. I remember like the E3 press conference when, you know, we got that teaser for Halo 5 of him mm-hmm. with the, the cloak on, which is a little weird, but like, yeah. you know, that trailer, as weird as it was that he was <laughs> wearing a cloak with a whole bunch of armor on, um, <laughs> it got me so freaking hyped. Like I just was like, I, it was, you know, one of the reasons why I stuck with buying the Xbox one. And cause I'm like, I, I love Halo. I got to keep playing mm-hmm. that. So I really hope that they, they can do it with this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the, uh, the cloak thing and, and how hyped <laughs> everyone was for that. And then they, they deliver two all of like what, two missions where you play as chief, I think in Halo five. So that yeah. was, yeah, it was a huge bummer. Um, I mean, I was excited that they were trying to build some other characters because I think that's necessary yeah, to, you, you to, have to, to yeah. bring the series forward. But, like, you can't lose what brought you to the to the race. So. Totally. Um, we'll see. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Uh, okay, what else we got here? Um, Gods and Monsters looks kind of interesting. It, it was... They... Correct me if I'm wrong. Did they not say that that game was? It's probably been announced that it was delayed. But at you, it was okay. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. I was like, yeah, didn't they say? It? I remember when they announced that it was supposed to come out like the beginning of 2020, like in February mm-hmm. or something. Like, yep. and you're not even showing us anything about it. Like, no <laughs> gameplay, no real big trailer or anything. I'm like, that game's getting delayed. I <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, see. Predator Hunting Grounds looks. Pretty yeah. cool. I'm not sure if that's something I'll pick up immediately, but um, looks pretty awesome. Pretty cool. I really liked Friday the 13th and that idea of you know four people or whatever, and then one person hunting them. You know, Dead by Daylight. That kind of genre of game is really really cool, and I think Predator is a smart IP to go with, and mm-hmm. um, it looks pretty well polished from what they've shown off with it, which was not the case with Friday the 13th. So. I uh, I think it will be good. Yeah. Um, I saw this. Okay, this is just kind of off topic. I'll, we got to wrap up the show here soon. But Microsoft Flight Simulator. I saw this post. Uh, they just showed some like alpha footage of it on Twitter or something, mm-hmm. and it's so photorealistic. Like it's insane. It. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy. Looking. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm kind of interested in it just because. Of the way it looks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, do you guys know much about Rainbow Six Quarantine? Um, not really. Not really. We talked I, a little bit about it, I think, post E3. Yeah. I'm just wondering if they're kind of going back to a story-based I It seems like it. It seems yeah. like they're giving... it. If I'm being completely honest, their marketing has not been great for that game because my initial impression of it was that it was just DLC for mm-hmm. Siege. And I think that it's like kind of like that because it's the same engine and everything may or maybe it's not i could be completely wrong on that but that's that's what it looked like to me so i don't know yeah that was one of my favorite um original xbox games was rainbow six three uh came out before halo 2 and that was kind of the big shooter on on xbox live for there in the early days Mm -hmm. and you know i've always wanted to get into one of those again and i've just never found one that's grabbed me and so Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping this one, because uh, the thing I liked was not doing like matches against other people, but I like teaming up with people and like taking out a house of terrorists and yeah. stuff like that. So 
Um, the more I don't know. Purpose. I hope that I hope that they kind of get back to that, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, what else we got here? We got uh, one more Yakuza game there at yeah, the bottom. Yakuza Like a Dragon. <laughs> um, Watch Dogs Legion is a. I'm glad they delayed that. That's a game that I'm really glad because I honestly am quite interested in that game and the the whole mechanic of being able to play as any NPC um, is quite neat. And it was originally slotted for March, but now it's been pushed to. I don't know. If they haven't said. Yeah, I guess that they was, haven't said. But that was with um, Gods and Monsters. They right. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the same time, right. okay. they were just delaying indefinitely. That's probably why I forgot. Is just because I only cared about the watchdog news but that, i think that's a game that would make sense releasing sometime in the summer just before mm-hmm. next gen so and it, it i think they've announced already that it is coming to bowl so um you can expect it to kind of fall right before the launch of you know xbox one x and um but yeah like you, you guys god godfall for playstation 5 that's what it's called right godfall yeah that was, gearbox wasn't on yeah. our list here but yeah I'm definitely interested in that one for sure. Yeah, uh, and then what? Else? I guess Hellblade, Sen- Hellblade Two. Oh or right, yeah. Senua's yeah. Sacrifice Senua's Saga, or Senua's Saga. Hellblade Two is what it's called. It's weird because they yeah. swapped it because it was right. Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Now it's called Senua's, whatever Sa- saga. saga. Hellblade Two, which is kind of weird. But I, uh, I'm now that I had the X because that game. Uh, from what I heard, his runs looks really great on the X and PS4 Pro. And I started it on my launch, but I couldn't really get it. I just, I don't think I was in the right mind to play that kind of game because it's quite dark. Um, mm-hmm. But I have it re-downloaded and I'm, I definitely am going to have that game completed because it's, again, another weird, dark, twisted kind of game that is up my alley, so... Yeah, that's one I've kind of been waiting yeah. to get the 4K TV for. So yeah, that's yeah. on my list as well to, to experience before the new one comes out. Uh, is there any other games you guys want to talk about? Or is that... You guys want to talk about Pokemon Sleep at all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I forgot about all, all about that until I saw it. Here, right. But, yeah, it's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, uh, I guess in conclusion, it's obviously a very big game. And that's just like we only... That only took us like to me for like confirmed dates right yeah, like there's unfathomable to think how many big games are coming out just like this first half of the year it's mm-hmm. insane it's crazy then and uh yeah like i said like we have next gen right around the corner where yeah there's gonna be who knows what's gonna like do we <laughs> right. when when is grand theft auto 6 coming like there's so many big franchises that are going to be making that splash in like if not at launch in the net like 2021 i'm sure is going to have some bangers as well because they're you know typical console launch is going to be l- probably kind of weak at first and then there's going to be that time where you know we hit a, a year two years after launch where there's just like tons of sequels coming in and stuff mm-hmm. like that so yeah we've still got um elder scrolls 6 and yeah. starfield starfield mm, yeah. so much so much to look forward yeah. to. yeah i uh i'm pumped really really excited for this year and i think it's it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be great content for us too to be able to talk about oh yeah all these, sure. wow. these games infinite so, amounts of yeah, content pretty much like we'll literally every month 
you know, we, we have like four, four episodes a month. Like we'll, we'll definitely have, you know, at least one of these AAA games to talk about each month. So awesome. Uh, the question of the week this week is actually what is your guys's most anticipated game of 2020? So let us know. You can head over to our Twitter page at games are fun pod, where we post the question there. The link for that is down in the show notes. Uh, it's also posted on Facebook. You can just search for games are fun. Also link for that is in the show notes, or you can just email us at the email address games are fun podcast at gmail.com soon to be something, maybe question of the week at games are fun Cause I have the domain. I just, I got to work on getting all that stuff wrapped up, but uh, yeah, feel free to shoot us an email there with uh, your answer. So, uh, and then we'll tell, I, we kind of teased, I, we usually wait for the next week to give our answers, um, which we'll do. We did kind of say last week, what our most anticipated games were. Um, and I'll give you guys, a, even though you've probably had some time to think when we read out next week's uh, question, we'll, we'll let you guys know what is our most anticipated game of 2020, even though it's again, probably pretty obvious, but <laughs> All right, that is it. Do you guys have anything else we need to go over? Is that I think that's the show, yeah? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of 2020 of the Games Are Fun podcast. Again, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you listen to it on uh, and share this podcast with maybe a friend who likes listening to podcasts and likes playing video games. Um, we had a really successful year last year in building the show. And again, I just want to echo that uh, we could not have done any of it without your guys' support. So thank you to everyone who even just, you know, did something as small as wrote in their answer to question of the week. Uh, it's been awesome to have you guys support the show. It's really motivating for us each week to to know that there's people out there that want to hear us talk about games and want to be part of that conversation. So uh, really excited for what this year has in store. I can't wait to see, you know, in when we're having the first episode of 2021, if we, if we get there, um, you know, everything that we've been able to accomplish this year. I'm very motivated, very excited. And I know Adam, Garrett, you guys are, are pumped as well. So yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for, for listening, and we will talk to you guys next Tuesday. See you later.